0: I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. God is dead! No. I know what it feels like to be gone. 85% of the teenagers in high school have been exposed to hardcore Satanism. Right Jesus hell. wants me to live an abundant human the life. But black is All in devil. Devil. directly out of the bottom of demons
1: are out of the bottom of <laughs> The demons of death out of the bottom of The
0: Satan's pretty cool. Alright everyone, I am sitting here with the co-host of the podcast, Ghoul on Ghoul, here is Sarah Ham.
1: Hi everyone!
0: And uh, if the listeners didn't know, we had the other co host, Amanda Waltz, on, I believe, for episode 24, uh, I'm going to say, but her name's Amanda, so you can yeah. find okay. her. <laughs> well, uh, Sarah. Hi. How is the podcast going?
1: Oh man, Ghoul on Ghoul is going well. I think we're up to episode like one forty four or something. Oh yeah. Crazy, crazy amount of time. Yeah, we were doing it hard all through the, the pandemic and then we I uh, decided to go bi-weekly, and it's been a great decision. I just
0: decided that too. Hell,
1: yeah! yeah. I and think it's, it's like,
0: inspired me, actually. Oh, thank yeah. you,
1: thank you. I, I hope your listeners aren't like then resentful of us for providing less, yeah, fake ritual. Uh, but yeah, as like as an amateur podcaster, you just gotta you gotta have a work life podcast life balance.
0: Yeah, you want it to be fun. Because an amateur podcast that isn't fun is just annoying. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Embarrassing. (laughs) So, yeah, tell the listeners what what Ghoul on Ghoul is. What's the podcast?
1: Happily, uh, Ghoul on Ghoul is a supernatural, sex-positive horror comedy podcast. It features first-person encounters with the paranormal and just other... Creepy, cool stuff. We talk a lot about folklore, true crime, you know, anything from UFO abductions to like strange, unusual psychological disorders. Like we really run the gamut of just like anything creepy and cool. That's what we want to talk about.
0: And you used to have guests of which I was one. Yes,
1: you were the last guest before the pandemic.
0: Yes. it's. I like
1: to think of you as our our patient zero.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I did it. I did it. But do you still have guests?
1: We do. We've kind of been dragging our feet a little bit about like really strategizing around our welcoming guests back. but we're we're gonna do it. it's on it's on the books sort of theoretically, if not actually, but yeah, we're we're still gonna do guests.
0: so have you always been into paranormal stuff? Have you always always been? goth
1: goth i um, guess is the common like goth has become this it's a really catch-all term i know it's like i don't want to identify as goth because that's like stolen valor yeah real goths are like uh -uh. absolutely it's like have i kissed a woman yes am i queer no Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i don't want i'm not stealing that valor away from people who who have really earned the title um but no i not a goth i was a really late in life ghoul okay yeah i i guess ghoul is maybe the best idea identifier yes. for me whereas like when I was little I hated scary stuff um in the video store I hated walking past the like horror section I remember Ugh. the video box like display box mm-hmm. of leprechaun scaring the shit out of me just him peering behind a doorway with his gross little fingers yeah uh-uh. I remember yeah
0: yeah Steve, that's I'm the complete opposite yes. I used to here, for non-Pittsburgh listeners, there's a grocery store in, around these parts called Giant Eagle. And they used to have a video rental place co- within those mm-hmm. stores called Eagle Video. which is <laughs> I think it was actually, now that I think of it, was a play on the Yinzer dialect.
1: Yeah, that's really cool that they were just, like, owning that. Yeah. Oh, man.
0: But Eagle Video, I'd go to the grocery store with my mom, beeline it to the horror section, and just stand reading the backs and looking at the pictures, like... Till I like had to put it back on the shelf. <laughs> till you were too scared. I love I think at an early age I realized maybe it was because I had a lot of anxiety towards real sure. things that the fear that horror specifically induced mm-hmm. was really nice. It yeah. felt like something I had control of and Absolutely. maybe empowered me to not be so afraid of, you know real life?
1: Totally, yeah. It's, it's like a controlled, safe space where you're like, oh, I can like unleash these emotions that have been pent up in me mm-hmm. for a while. Yeah, I didn't come... To horror until much later, but I think like when I was in middle school and like high school, I got into more like dark fantasy stuff. Mm, like, okay. Yeah, and that kind of was my my gateway drug into. And you know, like I loved the parts in Lord of the Rings that were like a little bit more creepy. Yeah. Yeah, like the Barrow White. Scene was always, like, very, very impactful for me. And, like, the Mines of Moria, I loved that shit.
0: Have you seen the scene from Return of the King with the Mouth of Sauron?
1: Oh, yeah! Yeah. Yeah.
0: Listeners, if you aren't familiar with this, because it is a deleted scene, Mm -hmm. go on YouTube, just type in Mouth of Sauron, you'll find it. It's just this, like, toothy, metal-helmeted, like, eyes blocked by the helmet, like... Creaky neck,
1: yeah, like something you'd see
0: in a Nine Inch Nails video. It,
1: it was like a little, um, oh god, I can't remember if he's if he's called like the Thin Man or the Gray Man, but the Guillermo del Toro uh, *Pan's Labyrinth* uh, uh, yes. eyeball guy, yes. the um. Uh, Mitch McConnell motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can I curse? I assume I can curse. Oh, yes. Okay, this cool. is every I episode. Like, is... I feel like I have heard some F-bombs some drop. Parental but... advisory.
0: Pale man. <laughs> pale, is what
1: man pale, pale man. Pale man. Okay, cool. Yeah, he was a little pale man-esque, the mouth of Sauron. Yeah. Yeah, a I, little bit.
0: I guess in that scene, they digitally enlarged his mouth yeah. to give it an extra inhuman vibe Uh, and Ugh. i was
1: like that kind of stuff i really like and i also think um just to to really ghoul this up and immediately talk about sex um i think i found a lot of like connection between uh being sexually aroused and being scared which is oh, yeah. probably something i should talk about with my therapist yeah
0: but, <laughs> but... i think that's not totally. uncommon we i but I think me and Amanda actually talked about mm-hmm. that how it's pretty commonplace to go on a date to a scary movie because oh, yeah. someone's going to pull someone closer mm-hmm. or even like. Just like You're,
1: any heightened state kind yeah. of gets you into any other heightened state.
0: And a reminder of death and right. the, you know, the shortness of life kind of makes you a little Carve more like, DM. I should have fun right now. Yeah,
1: I should really, really have sex with this teen boy. <laughs> and I'm also a teen. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I was like, clarify. oh wait, shit. <laughs> shit, sorry. I um, know, this
0: is being recorded, so uh, <laughs> I ne- cannot allow for any audio isolation. Totally,
1: totally. Um, that's so funny. Yeah, I... And so I think for me, part of it was, like, body horror and, like, feeling really empowered by, like, the feminine as monstrous, too. Mm, because, mm-hmm. like, you just grow up thinking, like, you're a weird fucking freaky giant. Mm-hmm. um, And, like, everyone's disgusted by you. And so you see that there's, like, power in being thought of as, like, a monster or disgusting, like, even if it's, like, only in, in you know, villainous way. Yeah, so that's like, kind yeah. of like
0: a... That's kind of a satanic view of it where it's like, hell yeah, you wanna make me Mm -hmm, the villain? Like, then I am. I'm exactly what you say I am. Fear me, you know, I'm dangerous. Oh god. Come on. Come on. on. Uh, Is that my gold?
1: I'm a leprechaun,
0: my dear. Here, here. this is what you're looking for, right? (sighs) The powers are returning. (laughs) It sounds like we go. (laughs) It looks like we go. (laughs) It smells like we go. (laughs) Mm, it tastes like me <laughs> Oh God! Uh, well, speaking of this, man, goddamn, if segues aren't the hardest thing, but <laughs> it's I like to dish. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of being young and uh, being scared. Kind of brings us to the topic for today. Totally. Which I we, can get
1: you there in a better segue if you want. Let's
0: let's compare and we'll okay, let the fakers okay, cool. decide.
1: <laughs> Should should I go ahead? Go then? for it. Okay, so one of the ways that I also got really into uh, scary stuff and folklore is because I was really interested in like fairy tales and dark fantasy, I would just sit on the internet for hours and hours, just sort of like hyperlink journeying through Encyclopedia Mythica. I don't okay. know if you've ever been on this website. Like No,
0: sounds up my alley. If though. you
1: if you look it up, cause it's still it's still around like it does not look like a very modern website, but it is so flashy compared to what it used to be, which was just like all like white background, black text, there was like a little like illustration of like the uh, Parthenon, I think was their okay. logo or whatever. But I would just like, click through it and be like, Oh, you know, this thing links you to this thing. And this thing links you to this, this thing. Um, And that's how I got really and that's how I found out about uh, black dogs, which is what I came to really excited to talk. about. Yes.
0: Today. And then applying the fake ritual lens, I kind of Extrapolated it to, or enlarged it to supernatural dogs. Hell yeah! we talking about which I think is sort of what the black dog folklore kind of is. Absolutely. In essence, it's like sometimes a cryptid, sometimes a ghost. Just at least like very strange and not of this world. Mm-hmm. But speaking of supernatural dogs, black dogs, devil dogs, hellhounds, <laughs> uh,
1: ding dong, sweet now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm they. They have some of those. Uh, or some of them have those. Yeah. Better way of saying it. Uh, you prepared a segment for us. I
1: did. And
0: eh? now is your time to shine. Hit me with that. <laughs> hit me with that doggy info. And also, I didn't even mention I'm a dog walker by trade. No way. So, so I had no idea. Yeah, I walk dogs. Holy
1: shit. I, I'm
0: with dogs every
1: day. Oh lots my- of dogs.
0: So like, shout out to the dogs.
1: Oh yeah. Dogs
0: are cool. And you also own a dog. I
1: have a dog. Yeah, his yeah. name's Dougie. He's just like a little dummy. Um, he smells. He's stupid. Oh, I love, I love it. Him. Yeah, he's a good boy. Yep, that's He's dogs. a good boy.
0: But yes, onward to the, onward to the supernatural dogs. To,
1: uh, to maybe less adorable, but still wonderful, uh, black dogs so excited yeah this is something that i discovered while just wantonly clicking around uh encyclopedia mythica um black dogs are mysterious spectral dogs uh encountered all over the world but my knowledge is like primarily based in like uk england scotland ireland uh all of that stuff i am a like an unrepentant anglophile. I love all the British shit. Um I actually I have a book about black dogs that's from the uh British Museum of Magic and Folklore or Folklore mm. and Magic shit. No, it's the Folklore and Magic shit. Yeah, Folklore and Magic <laughs> shit. I think it is the Museum of Witchcraft and Magic. Um but they're based in Cornwall, UK. Um their Instagram is super cool and they have the best museum shop like online. It'll take a while okay. to get overseas. Uh these but are like, all
0: people listening at home, you have you have assignments. Yeah. Okay, find these websites. <laughs> go
1: go find them. Yeah, watch yeah these I've movies. given you a bunch of keywords. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Just Google them, you'll find it. But yeah, you can see like my book that I have in front of me has like a little pound mark on oh, it. Yeah. That cute little L. Um So this is this is the real straight British treacle black dog shed.
0: So you're gonna do it all in a British accent? <laughs> You have to do some. Yeah, if, I, if you're I, reading a quote, I probably or
1: could. I probably could do a little bit. Um, but they have all of these like fanciful names uh depending on where you are and a little bit kind of like what the demeanor of the dog is. Uh they're called among other things like black dog, old chuck, bargast, gee trash, skryker. Like they have all of these really like active, verby, like sort of scary names. Um and I love that. But I think like the, what am I trying to say? I think the amount of folklore around black dogs really indicates this complex, close, like tenuous relationship that humans have with dogs going back, you know, when we first domesticated them um, all the way to, to now when we consider dogs to be like pets and sometimes helpers. Uh, and just like seeing an animal kind of act in a a non-animal fashion is yeah. always scary yes. you know is always really interesting to us um and i think like in a solipsistic way it's like we can't know what an animal thinks cuz an animal doesn't speak our language but yeah. we always wonder yeah. you know what well, like what's the motivation here it's even
0: like you know claims of even when you think of a werewolf, it's like, mm-hmm. it's a dog walking on its hind legs, like at, in essence, yes. which is just a creepy fucked thing, up. Yeah. you know, like, or even like uh, Bigfoot or Sasquatch mm-hmm. is like an ape upright, you know, not right. punched or anything. So like this sort of amalgamation of animal and man mm-hmm. and yeah, something like being lost. In
1: between. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and from the very beginning, I think of humans noticing dogs, I think they were like, ooh, I don't know about that because canines are scavengers. And so mm-hmm. a lot of times, like, if you have a big battle, like what's gonna show up except random wild dogs or wolves to eat the carcasses yeah. of your your fellow humans uh and countrymen. And then, you know, you go to like the dog worshipping cults of Egypt who noticed the jackals ate the dead and so they were like i guess jackals must just love death and like oh, yes. we get anubis from that yeah yeah like the,
0: what the the guardian of like he ushers people in i believe the so afterlife. it's like a
1: psychopompic Yeah, oh i love that yeah word. Uh, it's yes. my favorite word yeah psychopompic and catonic are i think wow. my favorite <laughs> what's chthonic chthonic is like any um underground or like a nether Oh. Deity. Yeah. So, like Hades, Persephone, um, Hecate, like all of those. I mean, those are just like Greeky, Greek-y peeps. But <laughs> and yeah.
0: then Psychopomp is a guide to the exactly. afterlife. Exactly. Essentially. So, you're. What would it be in Greek? Who, like, guided you across the river Styx?
1: Uh, Pop
0: quiz hot Chiron.
1: Shot. Fuck you. <laughs> I think it's Chiron. I'm pretty sure it's Chiron. Yeah.
0: Listeners, you can confirm. I'm sorry. I guess so I'm not going to look it up. <laughs>
1: Like, how dare you ask me a question that I might not know the answer to. (laughs) But I'm pretty sure it's Chiron. Um, Yeah, so black dogs can be psychopomps as well, which is Mm. really cool. Um, Sometimes they act as like omens of death. Sometimes they are sort of like will escort you to the afterlife and sometimes they act as like a a kind of like warning Mm -hmm. you know in in a way that like oh an omen can be both like this is a thing that is foretold as in it's about to happen to you or it's a thing that's foretold as in you have the chance to
0: yeah do do better do
1: right change your ways which i really love you know depending on how fatalistic you are
0: Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. um this book, uh, oh, which I've mentioned the book but haven't given you any details about it, it's called Black Dog Folklore by Mark Norman. It is exhaustive and extensive. I've only read chunks of it because it's a lot of kind of the same story over and over again. So yeah. I like to kind of keep yeah. it. Yeah, I, li- I like to keep it fresh um, because the basic Black Dog story is. Typically, you know, a person is walking by themselves at night or maybe like in a, a couple or a pair and then they encounter a black dog whose behavior, like I said, is sometimes threatening, is sometimes just neutral, but like its very presence is, you know, will raise the, the hair on the back of your neck. Um, this book um, also said that in some Islamic traditions, uh, it's thought that dogs can see Azrael, the angel of death. Um, and that in Scandinavian lore dogs can follow the movements of Hella uh who's like a Norse death goddess mm. so there's this association with like dogs and death and then as you like move mm. into um like like later like medieval times and then like even into like Shakespeare's times like dogs were considered to be like very lowly
0: mm-hmm. um
1: like if you if you read a lot of Shakespeare you notice that like dog like to compare someone to a mm-hmm. dog is mm-hmm. almost always negative yes. you know when when he talks about them and then like dogs were working animals you know uh i was reading this great uh it was like an autobiography of Charlotte Bronte um, by way of objects she owned, which okay. is really cool. Yeah, and I can't, of course, I don't remember the name and I didn't write it down. Um, y'all can look that up too. But <laughs> they, uh, the author talked about this collar that they had for one of the Bronte's dogs who I think its name was like Strider or like Biter or something. Mm-hmm. And they made this really interesting point where you know, working class people, um, which like the Brontes kind of were, kind of weren't, it's a little like a gray area there, but basically working class people, when they name their dogs, it was always like these really active verby names that belied like what the dog did, you know? So it's like you have biter, garter, striker, or whatever, and like, humper, (laughs) Newser, if it's yeah. my dog who sleeps, I don't know, I'm going to say shitter. 18 hours oh, a day. D's, so it's
0: kind of like. <laughs> a little shitter. So, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or what, I guess maybe what the dog is supposed to be doing. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. Where it's like, oh, this dog is, you know, it guards, it hunts, you know, it protects us, all that. And then you would have like cuter names for dogs that were obviously bred for nothing but companionship, mm-hmm. you know, like to be a lady slap dog or whatever. And I was like, that's a fucking really cool tie to like all of these like very color Colorful, active names for black dogs, depending on mm, where yes. you were, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And they're kind of like loyal servants of perhaps a terrible or unknown master. So it's almost like they signify a greater mystery mm. or like a, an evil intent that like we can't see. We only even see the messenger. It
0: makes me think of, have you ever seen the Omen?
1: Oh. From the '70s, oh, and the Rock Islanders and yes. the Omen. Oh my God! That, like
0: Damien, great like,
1: supernatural dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, oh man,
0: I did. If if listeners have not been to the website yet, fakeritual.com, uh, A couple years ago, I wrote something about hellhounds, mm-hmm. devil dogs, black dogs, kind of covering some real life, quote unquote, uh, iterations and some pop cultural ones, and the uh, the the rottweilers from the omen was uh a honorable mention but absolutely not, uh, in there yeah <laughs> but yeah i just love the idea of like hellhounds just like yeah them being sent out so it's like they're scary but they like right their master is, is even, even scarier, scarier. Yeah. yeah
1: yeah it's it's almost like the idea of a uh, ufos where it's like you're just seeing the tiniest tip of a completely unknown world, you mm-hmm. know? And it's like, how terrifying is that?
0: It's also like Mr. Burns's dogs in The Simpsons. Because <laughs> in a way, I was okay, also thinking okay. it's scary because you can maybe reason with a human. But you can't reason with a dog. You can't reason with a dog. Yeah. If they said, go out, mm-hmm. kill these people, the dog's going to find you and kill right. you. Whereas if maybe you were talking to the person, you could beg, you could bargain mm-hmm. something. So there is something scary also about this. They're almost that's, elemental yeah. in their like, their need to just that's a great follow point. an order. And that's what they're doing. Yeah. Turn them on, you know. You can't turn them off.
1: And I think, like, as as two white people, it's necessary for us to also say that, like, there are a lot of cultural fears of dogs that I think, uh, like, minorities have from, like, literally having dogs sicked on oh, them yeah. during, like, they civil been, rights protests. Yeah, yeah and it's, they like... They have
0: been used by, like... Awful masters in the real world. To do
1: really bad, bad things. And they
0: cannot, once they are let loose, Mm -hmm. like, doesn't matter if you love dogs or not, like, they're they're on on you.
1: Yeah, because that's what they've been trained to do by really awful people. A, again another great supernatural dog the hound of the baskervilles
0: oh yes Yeah. which turns out i guess in the story to just be a dog painted
1: just to be, I know. a
0: painted dog spoilers for- i know spoilers right
1: yeah. but there's like a like a story within that story i think where, like, the original, I think his name was, like, Hugh Baskerville or whatever, like, set his dogs, like, upon a woman that, like, sexually rejected him. And she was, like, running through the moors chased by dogs. Yeah. The moors. The moors. I love the moors. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I've never seen a moor. Would love to see the moors. I'm sure they're just... Like, I feel like some of the fields. rolling hills
0: in Pennsylvania, you'll at least Get catch a there. glimpse. It's yeah. like, oh, no wonder the English mm-hmm. like, settled here. They like, probably. Mm,
1: this seems nice. Yeah. yeah. Does it rain a lot? Wonderful. Yeah, fog. Yeah. Mm. Ooh. Oh, man. Land food.
0: They're salt around? No? no? Good. good. Yeah.
1: Pepper, what's that?
0: Sorry for my any... I think I have maybe at least one British listener. Um, hey, if you're out there. Top of the morning yeah. to you. <laughs> no, nope, that's Irish. That's, <laughs> good day, mate. Good oh, job. no. Oh, no.
1: driven out of your mind mind mind. so that no one would believe a word that you said. But we saw it, the hound, last night. We we did. there
0: was a dog, Henry. But there never was any monster. Mm. Sherlock? No. No, 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 no. no, no. Sherlock. No, 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 no.
1: But there are some like similarities in the descriptions of black dogs that I find really interesting. So they're always described as big. It's like a very big dog. Um a lot of times like they're called as large as a calf. Like that comes up mm. a lot, or like they're compared to like bicycles, which I think is really interesting. And the like, new adorably. fangled techn- yeah, yeah, that, the new technology. Yeah, that's <laughs> my penny farthing. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of times they're shaggy. They're almost always described as having glowing eyes. Sometimes they only have one eye, and it's right in the middle of their forehead, like Ooh. a fucking little cyclops. That's fucked that's, up. Oh, yeah, yeah cool. So. Don't like that. Um, they also appear sometimes as having chains that they are like around their neck, but mm. they're just like dragging behind them. I think that's a very like hellhound thing. Yeah. And sometimes they don't have heads at all. Could you imagine walking home from the pub just seeing a headless fucking dog. I'm
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> <Aren't> I? <laughs> I went for it. Yeah, no, I loved it.
1: <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. So like they can be protective. Like I said, ominous, psychopompic, uh, but they're rarely like dangerous. You don't hear a lot of stories of black dogs attacking except for the very interesting story that I want to read to you. Um, this is again from black dog folklore by mark norman um uh, it's two paragraphs i usually don't love like reading someone else's work uh because i don't want to i don't want to steal that from from anyone but the way that this is worded is just like perfectly vague in that like good old folklore way um yeah, yeah. yeah all right so he he sets it up uh we're in suffolk england uh where it is said that an italian traveler once stayed There will be mentions of a person just known by their nationality, uh, but it's an Italian guy, so I don't feel bad. (laughs) Um, As soon as the Italian arrived in the area, a large black dog started to be seen everywhere. It was assumed that the dog belonged to the Italian, but the two were never seen together. When the time came for the foreigner to leave the area, he called upon a local boy whom he had befriended to go with him, uh, which is creepy as hell Uh, (laughs) that's a a boy yeah like you can't just take a boy yeah Yeah. uh maybe it
0: was fine maybe it was nice maybe he just was he (laughs) couldn't have kids and he wanted to be a mentor yeah let's give this italian some credit
1: sure Mm, should we though uh so the boy refused and the italian was like fair enough and asked him to look after the dog instead the boy and the dog would go everywhere together One day, when swimming in the sea with the dog, the boy turned for shore, but the dog prevented him from heading back, growling and snarling to drive him further out to sea. When the boy looked back, he was horrified to see the face of the Italian, who grinned at him and then returned to canine form and attacked the boy. Eventually, a passing ship rescued the boy and the dog vanished."
0: Wait, so the dog was the Italian man?
1: Yes. Ugh, oh, no! is that fucked up? Yeah. Oh, and Like, I don't... Shape-shif-
0: yeah, shapeshifters, mm-hmm. always strange, like... Anything, too, it's like in a movie, you could totally... It's like the edit. He looks away, oh. and he looks back, and, and it's... And the
1: Italian guy. There's something
0: scary... Yeah, you don't see it happen, you just, like, see Yeah.
1: That. Oh, it's so fucked up. Yeah, so that actually brings me to another thing, where... Uh, J.K. Rowling totally, like, borrowed, one could say stole, the entire Black Dog mythos for Sirius Black, Mm -hmm. the character, Mm -hmm. and, like, Padfoot, which is another name for a Black Dog in in England, yeah, Yeah. to create that. So it's, like, it always really fucks me up when there's any mention of, like, in any fantasy or, or, you know... Magical literary fiction or whatever, where there's a character that is a human disguised as an animal, and yes. that interacts with other humans as an animal, like the mm. idea of like a like
0: Shaggy Dog featuring Tim Allen. Yeah,
1: there you go. That's fucked up. Or like <laughs> the idea that like Peter Pettigrew, who is just like the grossest, like you. No offense to the actor who played him, um, but just like like a very like gross feeling character like lived as a pet in like somewhat like a young boy's mm, home for mm-hmm, forever like mm-hmm. fuck that's disgusting like yeah. that is like pervy in a way that it's like even if it's not sexual it's still somehow perverted yeah <laughs> like it was just like there's so much non-consent going on there that i just can't cannot get behind yeah. uh so yeah that's that's like fucked up um but most black dog stories i feel like are um You know, it's it's all about, like, the vulnerability of, like, travel and, like, walking Mm. alone and, like, encounters with something. And as someone who I lived, uh, like, I I grew up for most of my life um, in a very small rural uh, town in North Carolina called Beaufort. Um, And Beaufort is like, beautiful and historic. It was, like, the state capital of North Carolina at one point when, uh, you know, back in colonial times, uh, and we had a Beaufort ghost walk that featured tour guides dressed as pirates, because Blackbeard the Pirate used to live in Beaufort, um, and had many a child bride there which is a whole nother gross can of worms um <laughs> they
0: really bring in some
1: yeah yeah some... i'm just like hi here i'm i'm here to talk about uh, thought, inappropriate relationships yeah i talked was a sex
0: positive
1: <laughs> podcast Yeah, i, I guess rituals there. are sex negative exactly podcast. exactly just don't do you enjoy sex wrong wrong, wrong. bad right. bad right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, so uh, Blackbeard not a cool guy, but there's like all of this mythos around Blackbeard, and like people are really interested in him, and so to like cash in on that.
0: Blackbeard was the, he like was on the Crusades with Joan of Arc, correct? Is this Bluebeard is who I'm thinking of. I Bluebeard think so. Is it? Yeah, Bluebeard yeah. wasn't yeah. a pirate, but was like probably a serial killer. Yes. Burned to the stake or something. That that is what I digress. Yeah. Excuse me. Different uh, wrong beard.
1: No, now now I'm like. Do I do a bluebeard segment on Ghoul on Ghoul? Like I'm fascinated. Okay, cool. I will I will. You could come on and do a cool person book report if you wanted. Yeah. I'm assigning you homework to do so that we can Anyway, Blackbeard, the pirate, um, he was famous for, like, putting, uh, like, burning, like, paper in his beard so that it looked like his uh, fucking face was on fire that's cool. during battle. Yeah, that was cool. Um, and there's all these, you know, like, legends about him and stuff like that. But cashing in, the Beaufort Ghost Walk would dress the tour guides of which I was one, uh, as pirates. You provided your own pirate gear um, and you would just walk tourists around uh, like the historic district and Beaufort, but it was such a ripoff because you didn't go in anywhere. So it's like you got to see Blackbeard's house, but it's privately owned. Like, uh, yeah. so you just stood outside of it, and like we told stories about it. Like,
0: what, what do you think it looks like inside?
1: Yeah. I
0: don't know. There's I literally a, don't yeah.
1: know. <laughs> There's this spooky blood stain in there, yeah. but you'll never fucking <laughs> see it. Yeah, um, and all of you know, like we the way that we, like, learned these stories that we were telling was, like, they just gave you a paper packet that was, like, pretty thick of stories that they had researched. And that was also, like, kind of an awakening for me where I was like, oh, like... Folklore is just kind of whatever you want it to be yeah. from whatever source yes. you pull from. Yeah. You know? And, and it changes
0: all the time. And it changes like,
1: all the time. Yeah, it's like dynamic. Come, yeah. They usually
0: come from mm-hmm. some folklore, some amalgamation. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Not to get like too meta, but when I was an undergrad and I like we were studying uh, like modernism and postmodernism, uh one of my professors like made this really interesting point where she was like, yeah, like every significant work stands in a circle and like looks at every other significant work. So if you think about it, like if you take Hamlet and then you take Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead, they're in the same circle. They're looking at each other, Mm. you know, so they're always in conversation. So I was like, no matter what the like true truth of this is, like we're still creating a circle. Like all of this folklore is feeding into this like essential core narrative mm. of like whatever we're trying to talk about yeah which i fol- love <laughs> Yeah, especially
0: folklore at, at its heart and same with mythology mm. like i said earlier every story is a human story right. so even it's about gods or dogs or whatever like it's trying to tell us something dog about- is my
1: co-pilot <laughs> yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> or as alistair crowley said dogs god spelled backwards is dog did he really say yeah that? that's one of his yeah <laughs> which i'm like fuck yeah I don't, like it yeah, kind of shits on god but it's also kind of right. like dog, dog
1: positive yeah dog positive yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah oh my god uh so anyway one of the stories in this packet was a black dog-esque story whereas and like it is genuinely creepy because it's Beautiful old streets, uh, tree-lined, live oak trees. So, like, very sort of, like, sculptural, Mm -hmm. beautiful old houses with, like, the double porch. It's very southern. Um, Spanish moss does not grow there, uh, but it very well could be because it's the same vibe. So, it's, like, walking down those streets, you really feel like you're sort of, like gas lit or candle lit you know it's like mm-hmm. it feels like a place out of time a little bit and so this story was basically like one person was like walking home alone like from the pub or whatever uh and they heard noises behind them and every time they looked of course there was nothing there mm-hmm. and then they would keep walking and they would hear rustling noises behind them until finally from like a hedge you know like a decorative like box juniper or whatever out in front of like one of these beautiful historic homes yard uh like a dog emerged like snarling and vicious with like drool running it's down running down its face and and all that stuff and like leered out from this hedge and like barked at this person and really scared them and like that made it into the packet of stuff mm-hmm. that we could talk about. Um, and for me, I was like this, you know, that's literally the story. And you could yeah. stretch it out longer yeah. if you wanted, but like-
0: Describe the dog a little exactly, more detail. Exactly, exactly. Yeah.
1: But I was like this, you know, th- this is like a a b b B-side story. Like, if I need to tell it, if yeah. I'm running out of time, I'll tell it. Uh, but it was always really interesting that I was like, even this, like, even this, like, stuff that feels very made up and, like, generated to, like, appeal to a mass audience, like, contains a black dog-like story as well.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, they're everywhere.
1: Right. And
0: furthermore, it's, like, sometimes the simplest stories... Are the scariest. Absolutely.
1: Like, Something's behind you. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. Oh, cool. I'm never watched. sleeping again. Yeah, like, yeah. 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 You're prey. You're He, prey. Yeah. You're he being was in hunted. the closet. You're yeah. Like, oh. Totally. Totally. But,
0: um, yeah. Black dogs just seem to be this thing. I mean, we're still, they're kind of as old as the history, like you're saying, the history of dogs and like our totally. relationship with them.
1: Yeah, and even, you know, I think that story really resonated with me and as do all the Black Dog stories because, it's like, I prefer to be a pedestrian. Like, I love walking. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm generally not afraid to, like, walk someplace by myself. And, like, I literally, like, that person in the story would, like, go to the pub by myself that was within walking distance of my house and then, like, walk home alone,
0: mm-hmm. you know?
1: And it's, like... Anything could have happened to me. I'm, you know, nothing did. Uh, I definitely fell down a lot because <laughs> I was <laughs> drunk. Uh, but, like, anything could happen. And a lot of times, like, when that's the scenario, your mind tends to go to, like, very strange
0: oh, yeah. places,
1: you yeah. know. And so I was like, yeah, it's, a black dog could totally follow me. Uh, like, a ghost could totally I mean, be following me. Yeah, yeah. I,
0: I partake of the devil's lettuce
1: Oh, from time to time and oh. that's
0: a great way <laughs> that's sometimes a great it's a beeline to those sort of thoughts like what does that sound oh my God. is someone invading my house yeah is absolutely. there a serial killer like there, there's yeah, definitely like yeah like just go my, mine's
1: always like a ghost rapist it's like there's something supernatural <laughs> in my house that's gonna rape me like that's it's always that and I'm like this is ridiculous for yeah. so many reasons yeah yeah well
0: sometimes too I'm like Usually, that you can comfort yourself by saying, "Oh, I'm just high. I'm just high. I'm just noited. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cool." But then sometimes, on top, you add on top of that. But what if you're right? Like, what do they? What's the saying? Just just because you're paranoid doesn't doesn't Does it mean, mean you are not been... out to get yeah, you yeah, yeah
1: totally 100 percent. wow <laughs> yeah like, we we've really uh found some common ground on the fact that it's yeah. like you know what i love getting high and then getting terrified oh and yeah, yeah it's i love best. it yeah oh love it
0: The soft, warm flesh of the hunter beckons to the primeval instinct for the taste of blood. There is no reprieve from the horror, only original madness unleashed to kill. It's a game of death played in blood. Open the door, and you play death. Right, well, to drive the point home, or to, to put the icing on the cake, or uh, cherry on top, or whatever. <laughs> I love mixing metaphors, or I
1: just, put the uh, cherry icing, cherry
0: icing on, on top, top of, the, of cake. the
1: home cake. Yeah, I have
0: a little game I have concocted here, yes. and bear with me because I am kind of making this up as I go. But I found a list on IMTB made by user Oslo J.
1: Oslo, awesome. uh, what's up?
0: It's a, it's just titled Hellhound, The Dogs From Hell, Evil Dog Film. <laughs> and I was able to put it in the order so that we are getting the worst rated films uh, up front. And from these, I'm going to read you a description and then give you three names okay. of films. And you, your job is to pick the correct name for the movie. Uh... And if you get and we'll do if you if you win, mm-hmm. you win uh, what do you win? You win uh, No no black dogs will cross your path for at least the remainder of the year. That okay. is the prize. Cool. But okay. if you lose, which I don't even know how you'll lose because I haven't given you A metric for scoring, (laughs) but I'll just decide. I love it. Uh, If you lose, then watch your back.
1: Ooh, okay. For the dog in black. Uh, Oh, I love that. (laughs) And I'm also really scared.
0: When a large meteor crashes into a quiet town, (laughs) pet dogs become mysteriously aggressive, attacking and killing the residents. Now the citizens are forced to fight back against their once beloved companions.
1: Oh, that's so fucked up.
0: Is this movie called Rottweiler, Night of the Wild, or <laughs> Atomic Dog?
1: hmm I'm gonna say Night of the Wild.
0: Night of the Wild, correct. Yes!
1: Oh! Hey,
0: keep track of your own score. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right, moving on. A rich elderly woman casts black magic spells on her vicious Rottweiler dog to murder her relatives. Hmm. Is this Hellhounds? Dogs of Hell <laughs> or Play Dead?
1: Ooh Ooh, I was like for sure this is gonna be called Rottweiler, but I was wrong. Um it's Hellhounds, Hounds of Hell, or Play Dead? I'm gonna go play dad. That's yes! two. two. Oh for my two. god. Two for two. I'm on fire. You
0: are. Uh, at a boarding house, a vicious dog gets loose from his chain and chews up a tenant's ass <laughs> that was teasing him with a piece of raw meat. Sure. As a result, the dog is shot to death. Another tenant, a very high-strung book editor, is picked on a lot. Sure. Soon he starts having dreams that the dog has returned and dead, chewed-up tenants begin popping up everywhere. (laughs) Is this called Monster Dog, Mongrel, or Dog Lay Afternoon?
1: Oh, man.
0: Monster Dog, Mongrel, Dog Lay Afternoon.
1: Oh, this is tough. Um... I think it's mongrel.
0: You're three for three. What? You're How
1: am I so good at three. this? Three for three.
0: Yep. 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 yep,
1: That is shocking. Because the the one pause, I was like, uh, what was the title before mongrel?
0: Before Mongrel, Monster Dog.
1: Monster Dog. Okay, because I was like, the description of this movie has the word ass in it. So I was like, <laughs> it feels perhaps a little too subtle for Mongrel. But I was like, I I don't know. Mongrel feels right. Okay. The fun
0: thing about IMDb is I think sometimes the synopses are user submitted. Oh, you know? Nice, Especially nice. these are the lowest rated. Some of these are direct to TV. Mm-hmm. Like these are like... Not like, popular movies. So I think sometimes it just has to be a user that's like, bit his ass, bit ate his, his a- ass.
1: A-S-S yeah. with a dollar sign. But
0: some of these descriptions, I'm like,
1: I've watched that. Yeah. Like,
0: uh, the story of a little girl's tragic events that led to her adoption by a small town couple that are unable to have children of their own. When the couple arrives to pick up the child, they find more than they bargained for. With the girl is a huge dog that the, that the child won't part with. Amidst tears and pleas, the couple agrees to keep the animal. Shortly thereafter, the vicious killings begin. Woo! Now, not, I guess no real supernatural in this mm-hmm. one, but... I mean, know, that's I
1: really compelling, It though. is compelling,
0: though. Yes, there's there's at least the human angle. Now, is this movie called... Stag night, <laughs> <laughs> devil dog, man's best friend.
1: Ooh, man's best friend.
0: Wrong! It's a no! devil dog. Damn it!
1: I knew it was so devil now, dog.
0: Well, that was the fourth. So now you're I'm, one in three. Yes. Okay, one in three. Okay, this is, this is for all the money. This is okay. it. You look at this one, none Ooh. of those other points count. What? And you're going to be haunted by a this black dog. Scoring. Fake, ritual. Fake ritual rules here. <laughs> a dog that is a minion of Satan terrorizes a suburban family. Okay. Is this called The Breed? Devil Dog, the Hound of Hell? Or The Beast Must Die?
1: Oh, cool title. Um, I think it's the Devil Dog, the hound of hell.
0: It is Devil Dog. To yes, Health. you won. Yes, no, yes. No, no Devil Dogs in your future. <laughs> what would you think of that?
1: Uh, that was so fun, uh, and also pretty high stakes for me because even though, uh like I know that like uh, black dogs aren't capital R real, they're very lowercase R no. real to me, mm-hmm. and I was like very concerned. So.
0: Yeah, you at least have a... I think I said a year.
1: Yeah. I think you have a year. Okay.
0: Of no... Till the
1: the end of the calendar year, at least. And I did park a a little farther away from your house, so I do have like a tiny walk back. Oh, what's out of here? Do I hear (gasps)
0: dogs barking? It
1: could be so many other awful things. It doesn't (laughs) even need to be this one thing, so...
0: Well, Sarah, thank you for being on the show.
1: Uh, This was such a pleasure. I've been looking forward to it all week.
0: Uh, Anything to promote?
1: Always. Uh, So if you're interested in what I do, which is mostly nothing, uh, you can follow me on Instagram or Twitter. Uh, My handle is Sarah Cadence Hex, H-E-X. And then if you want to follow Ghoul on Ghoul Podcast, which I think you totally should, uh, we are on Instagram and Twitter also Pod. that's Gool, the letter x ghoulpod uh, and we're also available wherever you can find podcasts uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts Stitcher iHeartRadio all of those places wow. uh, Yeah. so so check me out
0: well would you join me and I, I told Amanda this and I'll confess it to you I kind of stole this because your show has a sign off with the ghoul by, mm-hmm. you and I the to say go by. So, will you join me in telling the fakers, the listeners of the show, to go fake themselves? Happily. Okay, we'll do it on a. You do a three, two, one on your. We right? do. Do
1: you do one, two, three? We do one, two, three. <gasps> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: All right. I'll okay, have to shake get it used out, to Shake that. it okay. out, shake it out, shake it out. Okay. One, two, three. Go, go. fake, fake yourself. yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah.